and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast for another week of photography-based wonderfulness. Uh, joining me on this fabulous show, which is episode number... Go on, Claire, I know you know what episode number it's it is. 245. Oh, see, what a pro, what a pro. This is why Claire has lasted the distance, whereas all of our other hosts have clearly fallen off the wagon this week. Um, 245. Uh, great to have you here for that, Claire. How are you? I'm really well. Thanks, Graham. And as always, lovely to be here. It's lovely to have you here um, <laughs> on this. Well, it's been quite a nice sunny day, although it's apparently throwing yeah. it down outside now. But, you know, this the April showers, etc., etc. Now, I'm going to hand over to you now, Claire, to introduce this week's fabulous guest because you've organised all of this and I'm really looking forward to this conversation because there's a really cool, and it feels, God, it feels quite novel to be saying this, there's a really cool event coming up where people are going to be getting together but as if such a thing could ever happen um so tell us who's joining us this week to talk about this so all the way from spain is pablo giori who is one of the directors of the experimental photography festival which will be taking place in barcelona this summer between July the 21st and the 25th. Um, so Pablo is gonna tell us all about the festival, um, all about the wonderful activity that's gonna take place over those few days and um, about how you could, how you can um, join the festival. Um, and yeah, so welcome Pablo. How are you? It's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Claire and Green for having me tonight talking about the Experimental Photo Festival. This amazing uh, festival that we have created three years ago that now is going to have the second edition. I'm really, really happy of being here. Um, and think, I think it's going to be an amazing opportunity to talk to all your public to mm. about the festival and to let them know better what is going to happen this summer in our summer camp that you are also going to be there. I mean, it's fair person uh, experience. I have just one question. Why is called Sunny 16? I'm going to make the first question and then you can do the rest of them because if it's in England, in general, I mean, I, I'm not pretty sure what you were talking about, Sunny. <laughs> That's a very fair question. And it has that been is. pointed out to us on more than one occasion that, that we should perhaps <laughs> okay. be called slightly cloudy 11 or pouring down with rain 8. Yeah, that's very fair. Very fair. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's quite in keeping with the Experimental Photography Festival is that, you know, our name and the Sunny 16 thing it is about the idea of just letting go of relying on uh, devices and techniques and, f like, feeling the force with stuff, which is perfect for the experimental photography um I, because the broad slate of stuff that you've got going on and the workshops and the conferences you're going on it's boy th there's some real <laughs> letting go of what you feel like you know and um cracking on um so this is the third year now or it's been three years since you started um yes but, but i'm guessing the second edition. Like, what, why didn't you have one last year <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Guess, guess, <laughs> guess so. No, I mean we have it well last year that we we were the best festival on 2020 because we were almost the the only one. Yeah, in, in the January just before we went into the first lockdown. So you got started. So this will be actually be your third festival that you're having now. So you, you did your first one in um, 2019. No, the first one was in 2020, and oh, this is the, sec the second and edition, but we started preparing the first one a year before. That means that we have been working together for three years. Yeah. Mm. 
because we have the first year we were just preparing everything. Sure, sure. Well, that makes sense given what a um, fairly large moving moving uh, machine the festival is and all the stuff you've got going on. I can see why it takes so much preparation. Yes. Um, this is a really, really big, long preparation, as you said. We are 10 people working every day and, you, and, and I have worked every day. You know, I'm just working 24-7 for this festival, six, six months a year. And you have always things to do and more things mm. to do and more things to do. It's, it's amazing. I'm just sending emails to everyone to do things. And in the end, you have more and more and more things. I mean, it's not so easy to organize 80 workshops and 40 conferences in five days. You know, in the end, people think it's really easy, but, but it's not. <laughs> so when did you start organizing this one? Because that's a, a, the fact that you're having this. And as Claire's mentioned, this is happening. What are the dates again for the festival? It's... <laughs> The 21st to the 25th of July, over five days. So the first one, wasn't it, Pablo, that was in January 2020, just before lockdown, yes. was over a weekend. Um, so this is a, 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 a more days, a couple more days and a bigger event, isn't it? Um, so yes. more experimental workshops and, and, and talks to, to, to join. And it's and it happens in different venues as well across Barcelona, which is obviously a beautiful city. <laughs> When did yes, you... we re we, sorry, Grim. We realized that people were coming from all over the world for the festival, and we just said, okay, but if they are just coming for the weekend, in the end, I mean, it was not enough, mm. you know, from people coming from Australia or people coming from Argentina or Mexico. Mm. It was just too small, you know. We just say, okay, why we are not doing a week? Mm. If we can have a week in July when we are not having classes or we are not working. You can just come a week for the festival and then you can go a week to Rome, London, England, wherever you want in Europe. And you can just organize like a trip of two or three weeks and it can be much better. And that was the moment when we realized it was really necessary to, to have it more days. At the beginning, there, we had people saying that why is just a weekend? And that, that's why we put for the first festival on Friday also. At the beginning, it was not organized like that. It was just really a Saturday and Sunday morning mm. because we saw that people were just leaving on Sunday evening going to their home and we just realized that people were just staying in Barcelona till Monday mm. or till Tuesday and we just say okay but why we're not putting this day at the beginning and then we're just having the the weekend all together and in the end I think the experience is the most important and when you are having more days the the contacts and the relationships get much better much deeper Mm. We, we have the feeling in the end on Sunday night that it was like too short, you know, mm. we, we realized that everyone was, when people was really getting in, in touch with the others, you know, when they were just like really friends, talking like one to one, the festival was over. That's why we realized we really need to start over a couple of days before to make <laughs> it much more uh, intense, effective and having the opportunity also to start thinking in projects together. You really need to be confident with someone. Yeah. That makes perfect sense, especially when you're creating an international festival and you want to bring people from all over the world. Yeah, as you said, you, you want to make it worthwhile making that journey. Um, but because of the international nature of it, that obviously at the moment really complicates things because every, every country is different. Every country is going through <laughs> different situations. When did you start seriously planning and deciding on a date and, and I guess acting with optimistic confidence that the thing you were going to organize could happen when did you sort of start on that road 
Uh, I, I didn't get exactly the question. When we decide... When, when did you decide to start planning for this next festival and setting a date for it and, and planning for it with confidence that it would be able to go ahead as opposed to get cancelled because of a changing situation? Uh, we really decided a, a week before this, the beginning of the last festival. I mean, the, we had a general meeting a week before of the beginning of the festival, we decided to make another one and we decided the date because we really want to arrive to the, that Sunday saying to everyone which was the date of the next festival, that it was in the 15th of January or something like this. Because we really think that that you have to organize your year round. I mean, this was how the, the world works before the COVID. But people were like organizing, you know, I have a week in August, I am going to have a weekend for Eastern holidays, I'm going to have a weekend for Christmas, and I need to, to have one weekend for the festival. That's why we used to, to, to tell the dates, the definite dates, a year before of the festival. In that point, we decided to have it, and when we finished the festival, and it was uh, really amazing, we decided to continue with that day. Mm -hmm. And that was a reality because we didn't know anything about the, the situation till the month of August or something like this, when we really realized that the situation was not really to be good in January in Europe. I mean, last January. Mm -hmm. And in that point, we decided to change it for the summer because to have it six months more and also to be sure that the, at mm -hmm. least in Europe, the situation with the weather and everything usually gets gets better in summer and we decided in that moment to change the date and at the same time we said okay but you are giving bad news to people i hate bad news i i'm not used to see uh the news at the at the computer or the tv because i hate bad news and we said okay we really need to give one bad news and one good news and that good news was that we started creating these online exhibitions and the online workshop that we have been doing every month from September to March, that were really, really the way we get through a lot of a lot of new people. I mean, it was amazing all the amount of new people that met us in this in this couple of last six months during during the, the the strongest lockdown. And we are really happy having that decision because we just decided to we said, okay, but if we are a community-based festival and we are working for putting people together, why we can't put people together online? Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's not mm -hmm. possible to put it in, in presential, in Barcelona, at least, we are going to create an online thing. We create this online month about the subject. For example, the first one was on Polaroid on the, on the month of September. Uh, we did the exhibition. And then that first month, we didn't did it, but the next month we started doing a meeting and, and it was fucking amazing. I mean, we had we just put 70, 80, 90 people in one room talking about Polaroid photography, cyanotype, uh, I mean, pinhole cameras. I mean, that was amazing because people said, OK, but are you sure this is free? What we are going to be doing there? We just the first hour we present, we select 10 artists. They were presenting their work the first hour. And then in the second hour, we were doing like small groups. And there was just six, seven people talking just for 20 minutes about some subjects that uh, the moderators decide. And it was amazing because we have people from all over the world just talking about these subjects face to face, something like that we are doing now. But it was for a lot of people that the first situation that they had the opportunity to talk about this. 
and this is really, really close to the feeling and the sensation that we have in the festival, putting all these people together and they say, okay, wow, it's the first time that I'm having this opportunity to meet all these people and we're just going to have fun. Um, and that, that was how it works. I mean, we have this bad news, a good news, and we decide just to go through the lockdown altogether. And that's, at least for us, the best decision that we have made because we have work and things to do, you know, every day, every day, because people were sending and sending and sending proposals and having contact on the social network. It was really, really amazing. That sounds very cool. The whole thing, and as you said, bringing people together at, at a time when you couldn't get together in person, not not in Barcelona, not anywhere you couldn't get together. And um, and I think it really speaks to what the value of the film, the um, the photography, the experimental photography festival is, uh, of because there's so many different things, so many different ideas and techniques that are involved in what you're doing that. Uh, bringing people together to, to share that knowledge and interact can lead to amazing things from it. Um, do you want to talk about some, uh, give us an, an overview of, of some of the stuff that people can expect to find when they come to the festival this year? What kind of stuff have you got going on there? I mean, the festival is, is really immersive. I mean, you're going to have things to do all the time. When you are, when you are registering for the festival, you are normally sending us a portfolio and we are using this portfolio sending them to the exhibitions for example in this case basically sending to claire that <laughs> is going to be one of the curator of the exhibitions i mean this is not just a festival when you come as public you know that you are paying 10 50 20 50 100 pounds for just seeing 120 25 exhibitions or whatever in just a big buildings no, these are small buildings where we are just having five special exhibitions that mm -hmm. we are creating just for the festival with the material sent for the participants. I mean, last year uh, we had more than 65 uh, artists uh, exhibiting and for a lot of them, they were their first opportunity to exhibit the work and even more a work of art in Europe. You know, it was a pretty great uh, feeling because that's what we want, you know, that you as a participant have something to show mm -hmm. that you, for example, had seen this work or maybe you are invited to talk in a conference to present your work. Also, we are pre introducing everyone in our social networks. When you are sending this portfolio, we are all the time, as you can see in our Instagram account. Uh, we are every day showing a new participant. It's, it's a way of of present them to the community, mm -hmm. you know, saying this person is going to be in the festival, follow them, talk with them if you have any question, prepare questions because when you are coming to Barcelona, you are going to be able to have dinner and lunch with this person every day, just get ready for having some interaction. And also uh, with this portfolio, you can also be able to participate in one portfolio review, uh, you have access to all the conferences that we are going to be presenting, I think, this week or next week. We are presenting our new web page over the 40 conferences. Uh, if you are buying a ticket, if you are registered, you can come to all the conferences. I mean, if there are space due to these COVID re re restrictions, if there is place, you can be the, seeing all the, all the conferences. And if not, probably we are going to do them online and you are going to have like special ticket to see the to see that conference online i mean if you can get in because we have just 40 or 50 
places for people being there. And we are going to have another places with some screens and also you're going to be able to see it in your mobile phone. I mean, you mm. can just be wherever you want and you can see them. That's, that's a new way of having this experience. And what else? Um, and then you are buying a ticket that must have one or two workshops and then you can buy more workshops if you want. We have one guy, he's really, really nice. He's from Italy. He has bought eight workshops wow. <laughs> because as you have five, five days, it's going to be almost every day in doing workshops. I mean, I think he's he's the, the record Guinness of the workshops because he's going to be learning a lot of things. He's going to, he's going to know everything. But, and then you can buy more workshops and then in the, in the evening we are going to this, this is a place, it's like an industrial fa old factory that now is like reconverted to some social kind of project that is really, really nice. They have like, like three different places and we are, every one of the festival, 150 people is going to be there having dinner. We are going to have concerts. I mean, small concerts, everything is small, but mm -hmm. it's going to be nice. We have a DJ, we have a happening, uh, we have a poetry lecture, we have experimental cinema. I mean, every night we have different activities and we are going to be able to be there and work there. I mean, if, you're come, if you come the first day, we're going to have on Tuesday and Wednesday, the two for night, we're going to have the opening of the exhibitions. Then we're having workshops, full day. We have eight different workshops in the morning and eight workshops in the evening. And then we're having the conferences every day from Wednesday to Sunday, from 10 to uh, 6.30 every day. And then we are going to have dinner in that place. Um, I mean, uh, you, you can't get bored. And if you're bored, you can just go to the beach <laughs> and see the conferences in your mobile phone and have fun. If, if you're bored, you probably will have a long, hard look in the mirror at that point and figure out what on earth <laughs> is going on in your life. I, I love it. I love the structure that you're creating with this. The... Um, where basically you instead of having a situation where it was most most events you know you've got the people who are there to um present or perform or whatever it is and then you have the people who are there to watch and you know learn or whatever but in this it, you've leveled things off so much by um getting everyone to take part everyone is contributing work to have it ex exhibited um and, and it sounds like it's just going to be a, a great way to just get and meet and talk to people um in a way that these events aren't always they tend to be a bit of a sort of a uh, an artificial barrier between the people who are there just as guests and the people who are there presenting i think that's yes, that's really yes, wonderful yes, yes, yes. and also we are working a lot now with uh with the participants i mean if you're a participant and we know you and we know that you have a great work or if we love your portfolio we can just ask you to do something you know this mm. is happening a lot because we're having a lot of activities. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. We're having 40 artists, and also we are having more artists that are participants, that they are also helping us. For example, Justin Kinell, that he mm. is from Bristol, and mm -hmm. he's amazing. Oh, he can't sure repeat is. as an artist. He can't repeat this year as an artist because he was an artist the last year. Yeah. This year, he's, he paid for his ticket, and he's coming also to do workshops. Yeah, you know, because he know that he's just coming here, he's just sharing. He don't want to be bored. He just want to share with everyone. He wants just to have fun, and he's just doing workshops, portraits, and having fun with everyone. You know, in the end, we're a community-based artist um, festival made with artists. One day you're an artist, 
the next day you are a participant. You know, mm. last year Claire was a participant. This year she's a curator. Mm. You know, and this is happening all the time. Yeah. Justin was an artist last year, and this year he's a participant. I mean, we're just changing because mm. we can repeat. But the idea is is to have everyone mm. doing something because in the end, everyone is doing something. I mean, the the biggest part of our participants are really really amazing artists that they really deserve the opportunity of showing their work. And what happened with experimental photography is that we have never had the opportunity yeah. of showing our work. Mm. That's why we really need to use in the best way these five years to have the, the biggest opportunity to show what we are doing. And that's why people are so happy of coming here and learning what they are doing because mm -hmm. they know that they are teaching, but they are learning all the time. You know, it's like cyclical and the contacts and everything that you are creating in some point is like a small seed that is getting bigger mm. every year. Yeah, and from my experience as a participant last year, it is very interactive, and there's such a wide range of conferences and of um, workshops. So, for example, um, last year one of the workshops I went to was Kate Hook, um, and she did a she did a workshop um, three hours on um, disposable cameras and getting the best out of them and all sorts of different modifications and, and and stuff it's really good very very interesting and then we kind of all went out and did some shooting um, um there, there's there was ones on film soups lots of different ones darkroom based workshops aren't there talks on people who make their own lenses and adapt lenses is you know fascinating talks on instant film talks on all sorts um yeah are you able to at all give um, uh, tell listeners um, a couple of them workshops that you know anyone listening thinking this sounds great? I actually want to sign up. I want to come now. <laughs> um, just a, a couple of workshops that are that are on offer, and, and also are you able to? I know it's top secret at the moment. Are we able to say any ex one or two conferences that might be happening or? Yes, 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 yes. It's, it's, it's not top secret. It's going to be open to the public, <laughs> to everyone. We we are now doing um, some some posts on the workshops that we have still uh, places because there are a couple of them that they are already uh, sold, sold out. But yeah. we are having a lot of them that they are not, and we are yeah. using to to show them a little bit more. We are showing. I think last last post was about uh, experimental cinema. That, mm. that that is, I mean, it's amazing. It's, it's the workshop that I want to do, but as I'm working, I can't. Yeah, I but, don't that one. <laughs> but I just want to get retired of this, just to do all the workshops of the festival. Anyway, uh, for example, we have uh, workshops on that. We are having crazy workshops. I really, I really love to talk about this because it's not about photography, mm. and we are also doing things about photography. And uh, we have, uh, if you go to the techniques in the in our webpage, in the program mm -hmm. techniques, okay, we are going to change this, but just fine for techniques. We are having uh, another, other non-photographic processes. And in this thing, I'm, I'm really happy about this because this is what we think about experimental photography. You know that you get um, enriched by different points of view, not just from photography. Mm. Okay, for example, we are having a conference and also workshops about architecture. 
I yeah. think you're working where were you're working with Gisle, isn't it? Yes, Gisle, yeah. Yes. yes. Gisle, he is an architect from Oslo. Mm -hmm. I mean he, he lives northern, but he's from Oslo. And he's doing architecture. And we are having another interventor that is also an architect. And mm. they are going to do a conference on experimental architecture. Fantastic. I mean, this is this yeah. Is for me, for me as, a, as the curator of the festival, for me this is the most interesting because as, as I always say, people come from one reason. For example, they know that they want to do wet play collodion or they know that they want to do Polaroid, but they don't know what they don't want because they don't know it yet. Yeah. But the idea is that you are coming to do something that you know, but you are going to repeat next year if you found something that you didn't knew that you knew, you know? Mm. okay something new that if you learn something new that's why we are organizing these workshops and conferences about things that are not directly about photography but they are really enriching people i mean experimental photographers are really related with this kind of art and craft and also chemistry uh, mathematicians mm. uh, aesthetics i mean all these kind of things can enrich your way of seeing things for example we have a, a workshops on experimental poetry that I think is amazing. And we have another one on, on cooking. This is uh, experimental cooking because we have here in Catalonia uh, a great cooker that is called Ferran Adria uh, that is making anatomic cooking or something like this. And this girl, she's, she has been working with this guy, with his brother, but anyway, they are the, they are the same. And what she's working is how can you modify food uh, molecular cuisine. How can you modify, modify, cook for making the flavor better? Working with the colors, and also she's working with with pottery, and she's also working with the plate. How can you create the plate that you can eat in the plate? The combination of the colors, and then you can eat the food and the plate. <laughs> I have to you be know? honest. I think I'm, I'm more up for for eating a uh, an experimental meal than i am for living in an experimental house design uh, <laughs> okay it's your decision but at least you can listen a, a yeah. workshop or a conference about that and knowing that in the end this experimental thing is science in some yeah. point yeah you know I, I, we have arrived to photography because it was a long search for science in the 19th century and this is, for example, in the story of Polaroid, is that he was uh, someone doing inventions. And then we have this industrial photography that they were just cutting the mean of photography because Kodak was just doing thousands and millions of the mm. same cameras and the same film. In some point, as our experimental photographers, what we are trying to do is to, is to make questions about this industry and trying to find new ways of seeing the reality. Mm outside of the box that the industry of photography has told that us that was the good way of seeing things mm. you know the only way of going out of the box is having more information about architecture dancing poetry um food all these other sciences that are also helping our way of seeing the mm. reality that's the way we are going to create new things mm. and every year we we do a manifest we do a manifest when we talk to our community about something that is important for us. Last year was talking about the community and what was experimentation for us. Now this year we have been having a long reflection about what happened with this uh, industrial photography. 
why we have 99% of the images created of the world every day are the same. You know, why this happened historically and how can we change? And what we have decided is to make challenges. And our festival is called Movement because things are moving all the mm. time. And how can we change? How can we make movements? It's with these challenges. Our new manifest is going to develop three different challenges that we are going to put to our community for being working with this uh, through the year for getting ready for the next festival. Because mm. I think I think we really need some clear, clear, not you, clear, I mean, to be clear, yeah. clear <laughs> questions and proposals and challenges for mm. arriving home after the festivals and saying, okay, we can change things. Mm. We can mix techniques. We can find a way to work as a community. I can talk to someone else that I love his work to start doing a project together. Why not? Yeah. yeah. You know, we are trying to get some inputs to, 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 to start changing the actual situation, not just being a community. Now that we are a community, okay, where where we are going? And mm. our, our, our desire as the organizer of this situation is trying to have a historical reflection to understand the actual situation, to propose how it's going to be the future or what we think it can be a better future for everyone. And we are working with this in our manifest. Mm. How That's great. It, it, you, know, you talked about the fact that the, the community is growing and the experimental photography is growing and within that how um how do you feel experimental photography is viewed by the wider uh, artistic world at the moment what, you know where do you think it fits in how easy is it for people producing this kind of work to get showings in mainstream galleries what's that situation like I really think they hate us. <laughs> <laughs> but this is personal. If I have to talk as a director of the Experimental Photo Festival, I can say that we have a really polite and nice communication with our communities and festivals. <laughs> but the truth is that normally it's really, really hard, mm -hmm. uh, hard for an experimental photographer to be shown in another kind of festivals. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some festivals that they give the opportunity to some of the of our artists, I mean, to present their work, but normally they are just seen as the rare ones. Yeah. You know, oh, this is his special, she's special, oh, yeah. he's doing crazy things, or oh, he's doing ancient techniques, you know, but this is not a context to really understand how can you put these artists in uh, his own habitat, you know, in the mm -hmm. context, in the co in the context when he or she is creating what he's creating and trying to understand what he's looking for when he or she's doing this kind of new techniques, you know, it's really really hard in a normal festival, even more in a commercial one like Paris Photo or something of these mm -hmm. big big galleries, it's impossible because you are having so many things that you don't have the time to explain your projects. That's why we are the only festival in the world having 40 conferences, one hour and a half, 40 conferences with people explaining their work. Mm. I don't know what your experience with photography, I don't know if you have ever seen something like this, but for us, it's really important this moment. I mean, not showing the work, I mean, showing is really important, but we have Instagram, we have another places to see mm. the work of art. But this is the moment to share, to exchange, to talk, 
if you have an hour and a half, you can really explain everything that is happening in your art. Mm. And this is the only place where you can have that. And this is the opportunity that we are giving, really to open your heart, explain mm. deeply your work, and we can start a conversation from this point on. You know, it's not just the same as the rest of the festival. You are just going to the opening, you are talking 10 minutes, and then you are having an amazing dinner with someone, and then you are going home. And then you are just, people is going to the gallery to see what you have done, blah, blah, blah. Here, the experience is, is really different because it's a moment to, to exchange ideas and to explain what we have been doing. And at least from my experience, I have never had the, someone says, no, I don't want to explain my work. No, I think an hour and a half is too much for explaining my work. Never, mm. never, because it's for the biggest part of them, it's the first time in their life as an artist for 20 years, maybe, that they had the opportunity really to, to stay mm. talking with people from all over the world to explain their work. And people is really, really interested. I mean, I think this is something that we are doing different. And this is something that I think is the best way that you can do it. And I'm, I'm happy of doing it this way. Mm. Um with, I mean, as you've mentioned, there are people, who, um, I mean, you mentioned Justin Quinnell already, who I think is a great example. One, because Justin's just a lovely guy and has... Not I mean, just an example, he's a great person. He's a, Yeah, he's great and he has so much energy. If Again, getting back to it, if you're bored, then just go and find Justin Quinnell. I don't think it's possible to be bored. Right? Um, but he is an artist who has managed to get recognition for his work. He's had exhibitions of some of the stuff that he's done and he's, you know, and he's managed to get out there and do that. But he is the exception. Um, given so, when people are talking about their work, because this is the thing with, I suppose, with anything experimental. I mean, the word experimental is right there in the name. You're developing and trying to understand and exploring techniques. Um, when people are talking about this stuff, how much of it is people talking about how they've done things and how they've got to where they are with it, versus? Um, the why and the I guess what they're trying to use it for now because I would imagine that compared to straight photography where the tools are well understood and relatively simple to get to grasp with when you're doing something experimental there are those two different things there's first of all developing the technique and the understanding of the technique and how you can use it and then there's applying it to create worthwhile art and um, those are not you know the Getting the first bit right does not mean that you've already done the second bit. So where do the conversations tend to be um, around that? Is it more technique-based, the conversations that go on, do you think, at the um, show? It, it depends on of, of what people want to say. I mean, last year I was not able to participate in the conferences because I was working as all the, the years. But I saw a couple of them uh live and i saw a couple of them recorded because we have in our youtube channel a couple of them mm. recorded and it's depend a lot of of what what the artists need to talk about mm. you know i'm the curator of the these conferences and i'm selecting them choosing them organizing them and i'm trying not to say exactly what they have to talk about you know, if they ask me, I'm just giving some ideas. You know, you can talk about the history. You can just make a, a general idea for people knowing, for example, if you're in a conference on intervention and manipulation photography, I mean, it's good that people have a general idea about these couple of techniques that are inside mm -hmm. this manipulation. And then you can just talk about your work. 
you know. But I try not to say exactly what they have to say, or not just to give like a, like a menu of things that they can say or questions or something, because I really want people to connect with their audience and with their public and decide what they need to explain. In some point, they're really, with this situation with the techniques, we, we normally you can see that people start working a technique, it's really obsessed with one technique, it's working hard with one technique, blah, 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 blah. And in some point, this just go out from the technique point of view and then just start getting and talk about the message, mm -hmm. you know? And when the work is, is fine after the technique and the message, uh, these people has the final result, it kind of start thinking about the psychology of why this person is start with the technique and why he chose this mm -hmm. and why the message, blah, blah, blah. But it's like a long way and sometimes they just arrive and they're just obsessed with the, the, the technique. Yeah. And they just try to explain clearly what were they developing with the techniques and why, how they found this and the other thing and how they solved this situation. And in some points, you just have people there just talking about the message. You know, I was upset with this. My mother died, blah, blah, blah or something. Or <laughs> my mother you know, died, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or this year is going to be, I was just at home. And the lockdown situation, blah, blah, blah. And they're just talking about half an hour mm -hmm. about their feeling in the lockdown and why his dog ate something and they just grab a Polaroid and how this changed the Polaroid and they just start working with this, blah, 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 blah. They found something new, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I'm trying not to say what they have to say because this, <laughs> I think this is much more free, free and people just mm -hmm. can be happy of talking about it. They just get interested in yeah. I mean, you are going to find you are going to find a lot of different things. We have forty different conferences, all the different approaches. People that is going to start crying because that is usually happening, and people that is just going to run out of time talking about yeah. cameras and cameras and yeah. cameras and cameras <laughs> and lenses. And there was I remember like, there was people that made their own cameras and made their own lenses. As um, you know, it was, it was very, you know, really good, really engaging, and, and like you say, really diverse. And people did come from all over the world, didn't they? Yes. Uh, you know, all over the world. And of course, it was. It happens across Barcelona, doesn't it? it there's, yes. there's some of it takes place in the the Gothic quarter, isn't it? The Gothic yes. quarter. Yes, yes, yeah? yes. In uh, Limona Civic Center. Yes, it's like a cent, like a cultural yeah. place, and we have 12, 12 different rooms there. Mm -hmm. That was a different rooms at the same time. Yeah, that's it, and it's a that was a that's a lovely setting. And then yes. the other venue is just tell us where the other venues are across Barcelona. It's called Institute um, Photographic Studies of Catalonia. Mm. That is in the Sampla here in Barcelona. Also, we are we are going to be there on the weekend, also doing workshops and conferences. Because mm. and and we, last week actually, Graham, we had on Tina, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Tina Rowe from five process and yes. um a couple of them came out um to the festival yes. 2020 didn't they in january 2020 yes yes, yes. tina was yes. saying hopefully you're going to be doing an exchange um i don't know if in july but at some point you're hoping to to do an exchange yeah, that was, that was planned know, for last. I hope so. Yeah, well, yeah. I think wasn't there something planned for last year that obviously just got. Um, I think that's what Tina was saying. There'd been something planned for last June or July. Yes. I, think. I think it was June. Yeah. yeah. It was in June. Yeah. Yeah. We have been working with that, and then this COVID situation 
make it impossible. And then I just recover the money for the tickets and I'm probably going to, <laughs> to Greece this August just to take a rest after the festival. But yes, <laughs> we have been working with E5. But I, I think they are not coming this year. I don't know why. I didn't ask, ask them yet. But I hope they are coming because they are really, really nice. They did the last year all these um, uh, cameraless projects that were really, really amazing. And we organized on Friday. It was not a conference, but it was like a meeting on, on all the... Um, uh, labs uh, darkroom yeah. in, in the whole world and they were just having the contacts of everyone and trying to talk about the problems that they had all together they really like did a meeting on on dark rooms that was really really lovely mm -hmm. yeah that sounds great now they I, we haven't been down to visit them yet um but i'm really looking forward to, to doing that because they do seem like such an incredible creative bunch of lovely people down there so that's really exciting um yes they are really nice one one thing you were talking we were talking about creating cameras this year we have diane boss from canada and she's going to be uh doing some camera pinhole cameras in books oh brilliant. this is amazing this is this is an amazing That's and she and, and i i'm just remembering this giving more information because we have some places in her workshop and she's amazing and she's also going and this is an example of what what i love of the festival is that she's going to meet justin kinnell in person mm -hmm. they met uh, online 20 years ago they have been sending them letters and emails for 20 years wow. but this is the first opportunity that they are going to meet face to face and this is amazing because this is the objective of the festival you know someone that you met on instagram or by letter or by email or whatever because you have been sharing about mm. your art mm. now you have the opportunity to meet these people i mean i mean this is i i think yeah. it's a lovely story and they are going to be doing a conference on mm. each of them about their work and we are having heather palasek also from the united states that she's a participant and she's also going to be talking about her work in pinhole cameras. I mean, it's the best. I mean, I think this is one of the best conferences that we are going to have because you have like these two big uh, historical ones talking about the history of pinhole. And then you have someone that is in some point starting and they can just share freely and having mm -hmm. fun and enjoying what they can. They can share with our community. Yeah. Yeah. That it's sounds great. great. And, and uh, you know, I said, I, I, I know well, when was... you've got people like Justin there who are so keen <clears throat> to share their knowledge, they, they, they have such a passion for what they're doing. And you see this time and time again, they have such a passion that they want other people to engage with it. Um, and it's not that thing of, oh, I have this knowledge, I want to keep it to myself and make my art my art. It's like, no, I want to let everybody know so there can be more stuff out there. It was Justin who had the camera, cameraless, big camraless big camera last year, wasn't it? Going around, I'm sure that was Justin. Ah, uh, yes. It was big, the eye, probably. The eye, the eye, the eye, eye camera. The eye camera, yeah. the eye camera. <laughs> I, I think this year he's not going to bring it because he can have it, he can go with the test, with the COVID test, because you are just getting like a mask or something. He's yeah. not going to bring them. Yeah. But anyway, he's for sure going to find something yeah. something else crazy as that mm -hmm. to, <laughs> but, to but give us you... as 
great time. But what you said there about um, Justin and, and the lady meeting after, going to meet for, the, for 20, 20 years. Yeah, Diane. Um, I mean, it wasn't 20 years for me, but like I went on Kate Hook's workshop and that was great okay. because I admired her work for a long time. And then there I was on her workshop, you know, so <laughs> it was it was really good. Yeah. You've got uh, a broad spread of different techniques going on um, at the different workshops and the different conferences. And um, I'm, are you starting to get a feel or for where people are most interested at the moment? Do you, are there some things that you're seeing, oh, yes, there's a lot of interest in this one particular type of thing at the moment, or is it fairly evenly spread? Um, how are things looking at the moment? Uh... I have the I, I I don't know exactly because in the end this is like um, quantitative uh, reflection. Mm -hmm. I mean there are more people interested in this, you know. At least from my point of view, and I'm going to answer you, okay? But <laughs> from my point of view, it's not so important how many people is going this way. Mm. But if we can do some qualitative experience about mm. changing things, for example. Mm -hmm. This uh, experimental cinema or video, whatever, is something that is really crossing all the techniques, you know, because mm. it's intervention, it's film soup. Uh, I mean, you can work with projections. I mean, it's really close okay. to pinhole and obscura camera. And it has a technical part that you need to have. I mean, it's found footage. I mean, you are working with things that were to did it for someone else. I mean, for example, for me, it's much more interesting that I think that everyone must do this <laughs> experimental cinema workshop because coming from where it, it doesn't matter which technique you are coming from, mm. you are going to learn something there, you know? Definitely. And this workshop is not sold out yet because mm. people don't know that they love it. But what I can recommend is that come see something that you want, come to do a workshop of Polaroid if you want or cameraless or cyanotype or whatever, but please give the opportunity of, dying, of doing something new. Yeah. And these other workshops are the ones that are really going to help to make you change your way of seeing things. Personally, what is more sell at this point is um, wet plate collodion. Mm. Mm. Mm, because normally it's something really, really expensive. It's something that you need 300, 400 pounds to have a workshop. And we are just having one for 50 euros because what we are doing is all the workshops are 50 euros. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, and if you are buying the ticket with two tickets, you are really paying 25 euros for a ticket. <clears throat> but what we are doing is we have some workshops that are free. I mean, that, for example, this one in poetry, we are not spending money because there is nothing to invest. I mean, we don't have to buy materials for this. And we're just compensing the, the, the money that we are using in one and putting this money in the other one yeah. you know if not <clears throat> you 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 must do the this colonial workshop for 400 euros and then you are going to have another one for 35 and another five for 85 I, and i don't think it's the way we have to do things i mean if we want to democratize all the things we have just to put the same price the cheapest and the lower one that we can and then just mix the expenses in all the workshops and that's why people is really, really surprised. And they are just, a lot of them are doing this workshop on what play Collodion. It's not just because we have three of the best people doing with Collodion in the world. It's because it's really cheap. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
And because they're really famous now of doing this kind of, of portraits in, in wet play collodion, but what I'm trying to say all the time is that there are other techniques that are, they are really, really mm. interesting that way. You can really learn much, much more from that, just from that, um, that, that technique, you know? For example, we have sold out um, one workshop with Justin. <clears throat> we have another one that is not. We have a lot of Polaroid workshop sold out. For example, that one with Lucy Onson about mm. painting and instant photography. She's really, really amazing. Mm. That workshop is sold out. We have the Chemigram workshops also sold out because we have just four places in each of them. I mean, it's really, really small, and that's what is also sold out. Uh, the two of Chemigrams are there. Are a lot of interest in that. Uh, double exposure, they are also sold out. I mean, one of them, the other one is not. Um, so it's quite a broad no. spread of stuff then that's getting people's attention by the sounds of it. It's not any one thing. I mean, although uh, and, and the wet plate collodion makes perfect sense. But other than that, people are looking at a lot of different techniques. Yes, during the weekend we have a lot of things, holography, more things on Polaroid. We are surprised because we have two amazing workshops on solarigraphy and analemas that these are kind of, uh, maybe you know that, but talking about the sun and the movement of the sun in the big hole camera, this solarigraphy is amazing, it was invented 20 years ago. The, the biggest uh, hit point of the last festival was the 20 year celebration of the first solarigraphy and we have the biggest, the creators of the technique. And I don't, we don't know why, but because there is a lot of interest in solarigraphy, but we are not having a lot of participants this year. <clears throat> and we are having Maciej from Poland and, and um, from Poland that is going to do a workshop for two workshops for seven people each. And we are also having Kasia that is also going to be doing a workshop on solarigraphy. I mean, I'm surprised because there are a lot of interests, you know, in social networks mm. with these kind of techniques, but then you're doing the workshops and they are not as much people as we thought. That's why, as, as I said, it's something like, it's, it's, it's weird why people is doing one thing and not the other. Mm. It's, it's, it's not so easy to follow sure. what people is interested to. Do you think that this could be, I and mean, again, getting back to earlier when we were talking about um, experimental photography's place in the broader art world, um, a lot of people's exposure to experimental photography is going to be the stuff that they see on social media um, and the stuff that a lot of people are engaging with. And take, as you said, solar <laughs> that's easier word to say, solography as an example. So um, that is one that is fairly broadly done. Quite a lot of people over the last few years have really got into doing that. Things like the solar can and, and um, Justin Canal's beer can pinholes have really helped popularize that um but what that means in terms of um, somebody who's just seeing the work is that you're seeing quite a lot of very similar work coming out because people are experimenting with the technique most people i would say will do it once or maybe twice you know like something like myself somebody who's just generally oh, i'm gonna try it to do it once and they'll create an image and it'll be fine um but that's where they are going to then stop with that and not exploit further. And so these people you've got doing the talk are people who have really got delved into the technique, explored what it can do and are creating far more interesting work with it. But when people just think of it as, a, oh, 
silography, oh, I know what that is. You poke a hole in the can, put some paper on, stick it up, there's nothing more to it. And yeah, I mean, yes, it is that, but also, no, it's not that at all. And I, and I wonder whether that's sort of part of the problem with, exper- with, with some of this photography getting further is because there's so much um, work out there that is um, just very average i suppose is the right word that, that that's what most people think of when they see this stuff um and you it's less often that you're exposed to what it can be you more often just see oh well, here's somebody experimenting with something i mean another example and again i'm using myself as the reference for this because i'm great at um doing things badly so like cyanotypes um cyanotypes are another technique which is really easy to have a go at and make something and go okay I've done cyanotype. I I understand that technique now, and I can see what it can do. And speaking for myself, what I've created is pretty boring or whatever. But it's worked. It's fine. It's worked. Like with the silography, it's worked. And then you just put it down and move past it. Um, but that's very different from people who are really digging into and exploring what the creative options and and what you can do with it and and the work that can be created with it is it's very different isn't it when you see cyanotypes silography and all of these things in the hands of someone who's really trying to say something with it it's in mm. another world entirely mm-hmm. yes in the end there are techniques i mean there are techniques and you can do boring things or you can do amazing things with them from one point of view, that's why we are doing with the festival is that you can learn the techniques from the bigger ones. You know, and as they have been doing this technique for so many years, you can ask them everything. You know, this is what makes these workshops uh, amazing and really, really different because they are doing new things and they are experimenting. They are not just showing everything that you can see on YouTube that these people just doing a holding a camera and doing it again and again and again and again. They come here to share all the things that they have been trying and they have been doing well or bad. Mm. And then the other thing with these techniques is, I have different things to say about the techniques, but the second thing to say about the techniques (laughs) is that have you ever tried doing cyanotype solarigraphy? Uh, not successfully, no. no. Okay, okay, but this is this is good. First, you have to do solarigraphy, then you have to do cyanotype, and then you have to have the this big eureka idea to try to mix them. That mm. is the point where creativity and experimentation starts, mm. and that's what we are trying to give more importance to. Obviously, you have more techniques that they have been doing from Aristotle till here, like pinhole, and there are so many different things. But if you have started 20 years ago a solarigraphy, you need new generations of people trying new crazy things for having the results. And this is how we are going to change and to show more images and new images and make a revolution on uh, experimental photography is doing them, mixing them, trying to find new mm. limits. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing that you have come having the festival that at the beginning you are learning with the masters and then you can do different workshops and then you can ask, okay, is it possible? Why not? You know, why not? And that's the point when everything is going Mm -hmm. to start. And that's why the festival, usually we don't have answers for the question. We have just questions. Can you do this? Is it possible to do this? Can you, uh, have you ever tried? 
Why not? Who say it's not possible to do cyanotype Polaroids? Why not? Mm. I, I mean, I mean, I, I have not an answer. But if you have these questions, yeah. maybe someone says, okay, but why not? You know, you can can you do cameraless uh, Polaroid? I don't have the answer, but this is a question mm. that can be just sounding in different heads mm. for a couple of months, and then they say, oh, this question, blah, and then I just start doing new things. That's why we think the festival must also do these kind of questions. We, what mm. we are going to do for the manifest, we are going to do a chart of non-industrial, manual, um, historical, and experimental techniques that is there, there are 81 or 82 different techniques, okay, 82 different techniques that I, I'm an historian in historical photography, okay, that I have never heard on a couple of them, okay, there are a lot of different techniques that you can just use, like salt print paper, you can just use it, they were used in the 19th century and that's it, or you can just use it now and you can combine a cyanotype, Gombichromatate and salt printing for doing a color copy, mm. you know, on glass. Why not? Mm. You know, we have just these 81 techniques. None of them are experimental by themselves, but you can learn them to start doing something experimental on something new. If you have a message, if you know the techniques, you can just find a new technique for expressing what you want to say. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's the great thing, of, again, of getting all these people together is that um, you can also bring together, because I think you've got two different brain types at work almost. You've got, you've got people who want to explore and find out how to do things, hopefully coming together with people who might not be quite so engaged with that side of things or might not have the ability or the, you know, the, the desire to drive that, but who can look at a technique and go, oh, I can see how you've done that and I can copy that, but I really know how I could use that to interpret my ideas. I think that's where it, that's where the real beauty comes because, you know, it's I think it's a real lucky it's it's a lucky com confluence when someone can both come up with a great technique or figure out a technique and also a thing that they want to do with it that's really meaningful. But if you can come up with a technique and then share that with other people, you're going to find someone who's going to do something amazing with it. I mean, uh, especially yes. the way things are going now, where there's so much um, combination of photography plus, whether, as you mentioned, photography plus painting, photography plus um, uh, not not tapestry, or was it tapestry? Um, but photography plus... Um, yes, antotypes. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, or, all of these different things being in, embroidery that was the word i was reaching for yeah all of these different ways of bringing stuff together which um i mean it's, it's incredible what can be done and once people i think almost once you can say to people oh yeah yes you can just do this then someone's going to take that and go oh well I, I never would have thought of that but now that i've seen it i absolutely have this picture in my head that i want to make and they're going to go off and make something yes. amazing um, yes, for example, when you have 300 people together, you have a lot of different people, okay? You're mm -hmm. having people that is really energetic and you have people that is just getting divorced and they're in different moments of their life, okay? But at the same time, you have this astrophysical kind of people seeing the sun all the time. You have mathematicians, you have musicians, and you also have people that don't know where he's going or she's going or what they want to do, you know, that they were just working with something, but they 
didn't finish. And that's why we are also having this portfolio review to have to give in some the possibility to 60 people to teach what they are doing and try to find a new way to give some experimental uh, exchange and try to find new ways of doing it, how you have to present it, how you have to do it. I mean, that's why we have this so big amount of different people doing different things. And when they get together, you, you, you can't, you, you, you don't know what is going to happen. I always says that all the time they're asking, how is one plus one? The answer is not two. Mm -hmm. You know, the answer is three because you are creating something new when you are mixing things that you have the feeling that they are the same, but they are not the same because something new is going to happen between them. Yeah. And I hope in some point, something, something, someone is going to meet someone else and they are going to get married and we are going to have a ex uh, <laughs> wedding. But if not, at least a lot of things are happening there in five days, you know? I'm good to just clarify. If they're gonna, do, they have to get married within the five days. Well, they they better get together on day one. I mean, no, they can meet here and then they can get married next year. I mean, next next year's that. festival, sure. That sure. could be amazing. At least one year. I mean, they have to. I don't know. Do, do things in the middle. But anyway, this is just a metaphor of what is happening in our brains all the time when we are here. That you know that you have the opportunity to share in the way that you want with other people all the time. And I think this is amazing because there are so many talented people. For example, I'm just going to give you two fast examples. Mm. We are going to have Esteban Pastorino. He's from Argentina. He has the world record Guinness on having the longest um, negative film. It's crazy. A hundred <laughs> feet long. A hundred feet long. It, it goes like this in a car for, I don't know, 25 minutes, just <laughs> making the biggest shot in the world. And he's going to be here. Wow. You know, you can be talking with him for 20 hours and you are not going to get bored. Then we have, talking about Polaroid, we have Felicita Russo. Oh, she's She's great. an astrophysics, yeah. a PhD in astrophysics. She's a brain. She's amazing. And yeah. she's having with all, all her family. And they are lovely. And she's doing this uh, light painting in Polaroid. I mean, that's that's crazy because this is not polaroid i mean at some point this is not like painting and this is not yeah. polaroid this is something new you know she has invented something really really new and i just talked with her at the last festival and i said because she was a participant last year mm. and i said you have to come as an artist because this is really amazing and i need to know and everyone must know what you are doing here because this is this is out of the box totally you know you are creating something you yeah. please come and share with everyone what you're doing i must agree with you i i'm because I, I met her for the first time in the in the in the first festival and then i've met her since i met her again in italy and i've said to her myself i said how how i don't know how you do it i just don't know how you do it but it is fantastic yeah her work is great and she's a lovely person as well. Yeah. Yes, yes, she's so glad that she's going to be doing a a workshop, a, a workshop or a, a conference. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes, she's going to do two workshops. I think we have some places in her workshop, and then she's going to be in the conference, in the yeah. Polaroid conference with everyone. Yeah. On Polaroid, I think on, on Sunday night or something like this. But yeah, of course, she's an astrophysics, a, a physicist. <laughs> <I forgot> <laughs> Yeah, great. So, so Claire, but, you're you're going to be there, obviously. Mm, um, yeah. So 
what are you personally most excited about seeing? What are you looking to get from it when you go? Well, Orc, it's like what um, Pablo was saying. I think this, you meet so many different people, in really interesting people. And when I went before, like you say, it's the, it's, listen when i listen to the conferences learning from other people learning from people like you say when you meet them on a break or you just bump into them um we had an ex in the opening in the evening or the exhibitions um i just like the whole the, the whole lot and what pablo was saying i'm really interested in the experimental cinema uh, workshop and like the the architecture um one as well yeah um the whole lot. And of course, we're going to be in Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> it is just, it's just a lovely... Uh, and, also, and also you're going to be creating yeah. an exhibition and you are going to be doing portraits. This yes. is amazing. Do, yeah, all week. So I'm going to be working with Astrid on all, all week. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Astrid's another one of the directors, isn't she? So we're going to be doing uh, Polaroid portraits of everybody that comes. And there's going to be a bit of a f fun kind of um sort of bit of a game involved there and i'm going to be working with um gizle natas who is from oslo um and we're going to create a, an exhibition um and we might have an installation in there and we're kind of thinking of the themes and um he's going to be doing like a sound sound to go with the with the exhibition as well so that'll be fun working with him and, and the rest of the team to curate that exhibition. So I'll really look forward to sort of really getting getting into that and yeah. Okay. If you're coming as a participant, mm -hmm. you are going to send us I mean I mean I'm talking to the public in general. <laughs> if someone is registering, uh they are going to send us a portfolio, you are going to receive that portfolio. Maybe you are selected by Claire for being mm -hmm. part of one of the exhibitions. And if you're coming to Barcelona, you're also going to have a portrait of Claire. I mean, you with someone else, and she's going to be. I'm going to take it. <laughs> your, yes, you don't have to have portrait. a picture taken with Claire. And then on Saturday night, we are having a, a polar raffle. Uh, and we are just going to be uh, making a raffle of one of the new cameras of Polaroids that mm. they are sending especially for the festival and i think if you're a participant and this year we're not having a lot of them we're just going to be 300 or something like this you have a lot of opportunities of, of going out of the festival with a not cheap camera of polaroid <laughs> <laughs> no it's going to be great so where a lot of new friends yeah a lot of new friends mm -hmm. um where, where can people go uh pablo do you want to tell everybody if people are listening now and they're thinking god i really want to come i want to get a sign up and um come myself yes they can come to our web our first to our instagram account to see everything is experimental photo festival uh, on instagram and also they can find out find us on google they can just put experimentalphotofestival.com or just experimental photo festival and google is going to send you fast because we are the only experimental photo festival <laughs> in the world it's going to be pretty easy <laughs> and then there you have now we are going to change it but anyway now we have the registration uh, page is the first one in our web page then you have the, the program the techniques and the conferences in some point you can see the invited artists when you can see claire and everyone 
we have what and who, who we are, what we have been doing, the last festival. And also we are having this web page on transparency that is something really, really important for us. It's our philosophical base that we are having all the economical transparency online. We are the only festival in the world, at least at this point, showing to everyone where where your money is coming and where is it going, what we are doing with your money, because we are a non-profit organization. We are just using your money for the festival. All our work is volunteer. Mm -hmm. This is not something good in itself. I mean, this is going to change in some point, but at least till now to make it cheap and democratize it for everyone. And you can have a cheap a ticket because of that. And we really want to explain this. I think that if you explain people what we are doing with the money, yeah. I think people is happy to pay for everything. Um, and also we are having there in transparency what what is our commitment with gender equality. We are also one of the festivals, one of the first festivals with this commitment, having more than 40% of women. And as we think that 40% is not enough, we are having this year 65% of artists that are women mm. to say to the world that women are doing it well and they are amazing artists. Normally in the festival, what is happening is that you have no more than 20, 30% of women because they are always saying they are not good women. We are here to show that this is not the true, <laughs> that this is not the way how it works. And then we are having also a place in this transparency webpage that where we are coming from and how many we are. And then you have all the countries, all the people and the number that we are at this point. We are 96 and we are waiting for you. And if you go to registration, just to answer your question, uh, we are all the explanation of how the festival works, all the things that you are going to happen. If you register the places where the festival is going to go, all this COVID-19 situation in Barcelona, all the rules and everything that you are going to have. And now we are happy to announce that we are having a new ticket that is called Friendship Ticket, mm. that you can buy two tickets uh, cheaper than buying one. If you're coming with a friend or something, you can have the regular ticket that is 125 euros for 100 if you're buying two. I mean, you are paying 200 and not 250 or you can buy two, 250 and you can have two workshops. I mean, two tickets and two workshops. I don't know if I, if I explain it well, but anyway, <laughs> this is, this is make it even more cheaper for everyone coming with a friend or if, if you're coming with a, with your couple or something, now you have the opportunity of buying a friend friendship tickets. Mm, yeah. I think this listening to you talk about this and, it, it makes me think of, um, you know, you hear about these cruises that go off with, sort of, you can go and be on a cruise with people who are into the same kind of thing of you. And this is like that, except that there's way more going on than there's going ever going on on any cruise. And also you don't have to be on a boat with people. Instead, you're in Barcelona, <laughs> which is infinitely better. Um, I think it's incredible. I think if you're, if you are somebody who is into, uh, experimental photography or, or any of this stuff I mean there's so much stuff um, as you mentioned the film photography uh, the filmmaking the um, darkroom yes. side there's there's so much stuff. I think if you're into creativity beyond just taking photographs at all yeah. then this um, opportunity to spend five days with like-minded people 
being exposed to all of this stuff, different stuff, in a beautiful place with you know, interesting people. I think it's an amazing way to spend a week. I think it sounds really, really fantastic. And I can't imagine there's any way anybody who goes to that doesn't come away completely mm. buzzing with creative overload. There's no way you don't walk away from that going, well... I know what I'm doing for the rest of this year is trying out all of this stuff that I've been inspired to do. And as you said, Bablo, hopefully it's also this bringing together of people is going to lead to some interesting uh, and beautiful work in the future going forwards as well, where people combine knowledge and talents and skills to make some really amazing stuff. Um, yes. Yes, and also I'm, I'm just thinking like in general public, if you're a photographer or, or if you're not, but you're just bored of seeing the same images all the time and all the time, or even if you're just doing the same images that, that everyone, I mean, if you have been doing, as you said, street photography for a couple of years, and you just found that there is a limit, that there is not, nothing new that you can do with that, just come to the festival. You are going to learn a lot of different techniques. You are yeah. going to have a lot of reflections, a lot of new friends. And maybe you can just give a new energy to your project. You know, even if yeah. you're doing a street photography that is something not related with experimental photography, you can learn a lot. And being part of our community, we're not close to that, to those people that are just doing experimental or those people that they are really photographers. We have also a lot of students that they are just looking their way. And this is the best way to find your way, having five, five days of fun. <laughs> beach and conferences in Barcelona. I mean, it's the best way of, of looking for new things. Mm -hmm. If you're just bored of making portraits of yourself during the lockdown in your bathroom, mm -hmm. come to Barcelona because you are fine. You're going to find something different. I, I think I think it's, it's the best uh, gate to find something new. Yeah. I, I mean, ultimately, spending time with passionate creative people it doesn't matter whether the, what they're create passionate about really it the that energy is just infectious and um and it sounds amazing and also like it's a bargain like f five days for 125 euros that's insane that's absolutely insane <laughs> um so uh yeah I, I i think it's wonderful and i hope that people listen to this who you know think it's for them i mean also you owe it to yourself people i think everybody owes it to themselves now to go away if you can get away and go and enjoy somewhere warm and sunny then i think that'd be lovely i think that'd be really <laughs> lovely yes we we have we have 18 degrees now and yeah. with the sun is leaving at nine i mean i mean there is no better better place to be in the world right now mm -hmm. and also people is asking us a lot about this COVID situation and I just said before for us at least here in Catalonia we have the feeling that this pandemic situation is, is is getting better better and better every day I mean it's true that we have the bars till five uh it's true that we have this I don't know what's the name closing uh, every that we can't be in the street at 10 yeah. uh, after 10 yeah at this point, but we have three more months for the festival. But if you if you are just respecting the rules, I mean, we have the whole day for going outside. We can just travel all around Catalonia. We can just go to the bars till five. They are going to change this next week till nine. And then we are having this curfew. The curfew is the curfew, name. Is yeah. Curfew till 11 or till 12. I mean, there is a lot of time to share. I mean, there are a lot of opportunities and also this it's uh, really clear, at least in Europe, that it's going to be able to travel. I mean, right now there are a lot of countries that they are opening their borders. The situation, at least in Europe, 
is, is, is getting better every day. That's why I can tell you, please don't lose the opportunity of being in Barcelona because they are going to tell you in some point of July that you can travel and then you, we are not going to have more tickets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, be sure of buying your ticket. If you buy your ticket and for some reason you can't come to Barcelona, we respect that and we are going to work for you not to lose your money. You can see it in our webpage. We are going to do some online festival, some kind of experimental photo festival online. That means that if you spend your money in the presential ticket uh, that you can send everything for the exhibition and all that, and then you can come, that's not going to be a problem because you are going to have the opportunity probably of seeing all the conferences and doing five workshops from your place. I mean, you are not going to lose your money in any case. That's why I really want to say to everyone that things are going better. People is going to come. Claire is going to come. We are coming, having people from all Europe coming. On Monday, we have Vera and Patrice, that they are also artists of the festival. They are coming on Monday, staying in Barcelona for a month. And there mm. is no problem of traveling from mm. the rest of Europe. They are going to be working with the festival and they are going to be home working from here with their works. And then we are just going to have fun and working for the festival every evening. And that is going to be perfect. I mean, if you have the opportunity of coming, please come because Barcelona this summer is going to be, everything is going to be okay. Spain needs uh, tourists to be here. Mm. We have a special hotel for the, for the people of the festival. Everyone is going to be there. It's really cheap. We have a great option. It's like a shared room. And you can be there a week for just a hundred euros. <laughs> that's this amazing. Is, this, oh, that's man. amazing. Last year for this uh, moment of the year, it was more than 400, that 200, 250 euros for a week. Mm -hmm. And this year is just a hundred euros. You know, you can't say that it's expensive. You can't say that you don't have the money because we have made it as cheap as we can because we want everyone to come to Barcelona and also there is no going to be limits for traveling and also as um, I'm also saying to everyone that is asking as everyone that is coming to the festival coming from abroad they are in planes they are going to have a negative test mm. you know that means that everyone that is going to be in the festival it's going to have a negative test we the, we the workers are also going to be doing a test and we are going to ask to the volunteers also to have a test. Mm -hmm. That means that inside the festival, it's going to be much safer than being in the street. Yeah. Because probably 60, 70 or 80% of the participants are going to have a PCR negative test. We are going to respect all the measures from the government of Catalonia and also those from the government of Barcelona. Because this place, Pati Limona, is having like special laws that they are much more restrictive. We're just having, we are going to be using 30% of the capacity of the places. I mean, it's going to be a lot of space. We are going to have all the windows open all the time. Don't be afraid on that. I think there are no better situation. Uh, it's going to be a small festival. In the end, we are just 300 people. And this is amazing because, I mean, it's, it's not a big festival. You know, you have this feeling and I have this feeling because it's a big festival because it's one of the biggest festivals. We have 80 workshops, we have 40 conferences, we have five days, but it's a small festival. All the workshops are just for five, four, three, four, five, six people because there are small rooms. We're having conferences for just 40 people. I mean, it's a big festival, but small at the same time. And this is nice to make the experience even better 
because you are just meeting all the time the same people and the opportunities of getting each other and getting in touch and share about something is, is, is much bigger. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing opportunity of sharing. I have been working with this, with our team of 11 people for the whole year with Laura and all of them. We have been working hard for doing this and mm -hmm. we have everything prepared. We just need few people for coming and in two months, um, in what, two months we are we are going to be here in Barcelona having fun. Don't let them, uh, don't, don't, don't sit on your TV if you can be here. <laughs> and, and as you mentioned, you know, if you go, one, you stand a chance to win a new Polaroid camera, and two, Pablo <laughs> has guaranteed that at least, at least, oh, I guess two people are going to meet their life partners and get married. So this is really <laughs> exciting. Both of these things are going to happen. Either get a camera yes. or get married. One of those two. Yes. One of those and, sounds and safer you, than the other. <laughs> and you can see the conferences. You can do one, three, four, five, six workshops. You can have a portrait of Claire with someone else. You can have fun. I mean... I, I can't do great. anything else for yourself, you know, the rest <laughs> is just your your work. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So get onto the website and, and, and get your ticket as soon as you can. Yeah. Um, so you don't miss out, really. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you have any questions, just send us an email. We are answering all the emails in less than 48 hours. Yeah. I'm really happy about that because now I'm working 24-7 <laughs> with the festival. We, I have time to answer all your emails personally. This is not a machine. We are signing all the emails. You know, I hate that with about other institutions that they're just answering like random, you know, answers, not signing them. That's why we are answering all the emails, trying to answer them fast. If we don't have a solution, we're just saying, okay, we're going to find a solution for you and send it, but at least we are in touch all the time, mm -hmm. you know. We love that kind of that kind of, of feeling that someone is worthy about what you are, yeah. what you are worried about. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. Well, very best of luck with this, Pablo and Claire. You'll obviously be there. You're going <laughs> to yeah. be our roving reporter, aren't you, Claire? We might yeah. send you out with a microphone. You realise that, Claire? You might get sent out yeah. with a microphone and stuff to do yeah. some. Uh, I do, you might do, say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, listen. Like like a sunny 16 on location exactly yes. exactly it can be a good opportunity to make a couple of small interviews and then you can do yeah, a special yeah. program definitely yeah yeah, yeah. we'll that definitely nice. do that mm -hmm. we'll yes do that. you have more work now okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Grim and claire for having this opportunity of having me here i'm really happy of talking with you and it was amazing i had really a lot of fun we have been here for an hour and a half or something like this and it was like well it's really, great really fast well, we will make sure that links to the yeah. um, the website and, of course, the Instagram are in the show notes. So anybody who wants to easily go and find us, I mean, as you said, it's pretty easy to find anyway because we're well, the only experimental photography um, event going on. So that's pretty easy to find. But we'll put the links in there. Um, are you on Twitter as well or is it just Instagram? Yes, we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. I mean, we're not working TikTok, hard with Snapchat. No, no, not really. Not yet. Uh, we are not working a lot with um, Twitter and LinkedIn, but at least we are there. And we are working hard with the YouTube. Our YouTube channel is pretty nice. I mean, there is not a lot of uh, followers, but we have a lot of conferences from the last year. Mm. We're having a couple of videos that we have done. The last one was about uh, the history of the festival. That's a great video that we produced a couple of months. And we have already finished recording a new video about 
the workers of the festival and some general ideas about the festival and also the places when the festival is going to be. I think next week or the other one, we are going to be presenting that video too. I mean, there are a lot of things. And also we have the 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 resume, the resume of the last year festival when Claire is in one of the in one of the <laughs> moments of the video showing their work. And also there is that workshop that she was talking about mm. of, of Kate Hook that yeah, was yeah. amazing. Mm. That sounds great. Lovely stuff. Well, lots to share with our listeners then. Well, we will get out of here now. We will play you out, as always, listeners, with um, Rachel's wonderful band, Rocha. Um, you can find their music on Spotify and Bandcamp and Amazon and wherever good music can be found. And we will be back with you again next week. Um, we've got more stuff coming up for Sunny 16% this week. I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, but I know it's good. So stay tuned for that. I know actually we've got Rachel. Speaking of Rachel, I know we've got an episode of Andrew exposed waiting to come out if i get my finger mm -hmm. out and get that done so that'll be coming out also i've got something coming up from a uh, listener paul friday so all good stuff to listen to um much of it on experimental stuff on there which is also good uh thank you so much for listening everybody pablo thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for having me tonight until next time everybody goodbye bye, bye.